Welcome to Who Are These Broadcasters? I'm Christian Blatt. He is Eric Zane. Are you ready, Eric, to ask the question, who are these broadcasters? Uh, I am. I am. And as you can tell, uh, some real swagger with your old pal, EZ, because I've just gotten the latest uh, StreamYard report, and this is the number one show on the in the Who Are These Podcast universe. Did you see that report I sent you? I, I did see that, um, yeah. but I also noticed your microphone started crackling as soon as you got oh. uh, full oh, of yourself. Okay, well, that's that's a problem. Much that better now. Hang on. It's good because we almost okay. dipped down to number two. Uh, who are these socials beat us for like a second, but now we're right back at the top of the heap where we belong. Makes me very happy. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Well, as always, I have what I consider to be an astounding collection of clips today. I am going to shoot my shot. This might be the best group of clips we've ever had, which means everyone will hate it. And as always, my buddy EZ is going to handle the Super Chats. Remind everyone how Super Chats work on this show. You know, and uh, I like to explain it in, in, uh, in horrible, uh, detailed detail. Yeah. You Please, want yes. Christian to sign off by saying something really off the rails that you would not expect this nerd to say. Okay. So whoever has the highest amount on super chat and says whatever they want him to say, me to might say, need, yes. Yes. And when he signs off, he will do that. So highest amount super chat with whatever you want to say. Some of you choose not to. That's totally fine. You're just nice and sweet. We will recognize you uh, on the on the live stream, of course. And also, also one more thing. If you make us laugh, you can get on there too for no cost. So don't, yeah. you know, if you just go on there and say, you guys suck dick. I mean, unless I'm in a good mood, I, maybe I'll laugh at that. If I, I and then you can get up there, but yeah. you're gonna have to uh, uh, and, work and, on. And also, if you put that comment up, uh, we'll probably say, Ooh, "Tell us something we don't know." Oh, I tell you, I tell you, you know. So Ex- yeah. exactly, exactly. Look at Kelly Riddle, who is always always dig- digging uh, deep into his pocket. It's so sweet. He says, "I need a minute to think of some horrible stuff," and you've got time to do it, Kelly. So thank you so much for that. Absolutely. We appreciate that, Kelly, and we appreciate everyone. And as always, well, as almost always, I don't want to be a liar here. Uh, We usually like to start with local news, and today is no exception. Others imitate We appreciate So 
So there's a uh, local news story out there that's uh, gotten a little bit of uh, pub, some ink, as they say, uh, a uh, what we like to consider a courtroom mishap. And uh, we're going to spend a, a few moments on this. The defendant is a gentleman named De- Deborah Deloney Redden. And, Something like uh, that. When your name sounds like Deborah, you probably start off with a chip on your shoulder. And uh, <laughs> the uh, sentencing, already guilty, found guilty. Uh, so the sentencing is uh, is what we're going to take a look at. And uh, this is a, a news story that covers this sentencing hearing. And uh, we'll, we'll revisit it in a moment. But uh, let's try to give our audience as much information. Uh, his attorney, court-appointed, poor son of a bitch, uh, court-appointed attorney is trying to make the case that, uh, you know, he's he's not that bad a guy. Maybe he should get out, uh, you know, maybe go easy on him. And uh, the judge feels otherwise, feels that uh, he needs a he needs a taste of some stronger medicine. In accordance with the laws of state of this court. There he goes. The judge's law clerk and the security marshal quickly jumping into the fray. The marshal in the white shirt trying to restrain Redden and getting injured in the process. Yeah, so he's really going to town. But I, I want to focus on uh, this gentleman over here because uh, this guy, I mean, he is really, I, I don't think it looks the way I wanted it to anymore. But the guy over there, take a look yeah, at him. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's E-Rock. It's uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's Iraq who realized today's free punch intense. You can see lots of punches being thrown. Eventually, I mean, Redden is hand. You, you want to talk yeah. about somebody who has anger issues? Uh, yeah, the guy who dives on the judge, absolutely. But uh, this guy, this guy just—you uh, know—my my older brother used to uh, decide sometimes that uh, he would get a free punch. Yes, and if yes. I retaliated, the next punch would be much harder. Uh, now, so, yeah. and this E-Rock's, guy is taking E-Rock's all punch. the free punches. Iraq's punches don't have anything, but he's actually, you can actually hear him going in your head. Stop it. Stop it. You fuck. I, I would As, never say anything like that about my buddy, Eric, but uh, the, this other oh, buddy, no. Eric can say what he wants. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that whoever that guy this, is in real life, throwing guy, the punches, the, he looks to be completely effeminate with those yeah. punches. That is not a, oh, a, yeah. a, that's a horrible punch. Mm-hmm. No, I think the only punches he's ever done are of uh, pillows. I, I don't know what right. that means, but that uh, just seems like the thing. So, yeah, battle this guy's really going, though, you, can you know? see lots of punches being thrown. Eventually, Redden is handcuffed, and the courtroom alarm begins to sound. It's the most annoying part of the video, is this yep, courtroom yep. The judge is then seen yeah. getting up with the assistance of her. Yeah, so well, you see that uh, I think the important thing for the news story is to know that uh, the judge eventually does get up She's uh, understandably rubbing the back of her head. The judge is then yeah. seen getting up with the assistance of her this law doesn't have any She's punches seen left holding the back of her head and appearing a bit dazed. Another court officer then assists the judge as she leaves the courtroom. Despite right. the frightening and violent nature of the attack, a court spokesperson. Yep. The, the air that that we have not yet parked on the distance traveled. Over that, I mean, he was, that was like old school Walter Payton, Chicago Bears. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it might even be Terry Hulk Hogan off the top rope if our yeah. buddy Paul Willino is watching. Um, so I, I wanted to start with that to kind of give us the information. But I think to really understand what happened, uh, we need the uh, uncensored clip that uh, has been uh, circulating due to the fact that this was, a, you know, 
te- well, not televised, but a recorded trial. So uh, yes. we'll get a we'll get a good look again. Over a bitch. Over a bitch. Keep that up. American flag goes down. He rocks stunt double once again, getting into the fray. He's so much angrier. <laughs> yeah, I love this version. You know, he's given those two or three guys all they can handle. Yeah, I mean, he's like, oh, if I don't get to punch the judge anymore, at least I'll uh, take it out on these guys. And uh, and again, there's our there's our uh, E-Rock standing really going to say. And I love the. I think this is the guy's lawyer that's approached the bench and is just watching. Right. That would be look, me. If, that would be me. I, I was just about to say, Eric, if you were in that courtroom. You're not going to sit there and not watch, right? No, no. I, I'm going to I'm going to get extra close to see that shit as E-Rock takes that takes that fucker to town cuz cuz you know the angle that the camera has. You're like I'm never going to be able to see this if I don't get up right now. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. That's his uh, attorney who's standing back there. No, yep. the, the guy who looks like Baba Booey uh, on a bender. <laughs> no, no, get off her. Don't do this. We heard him say that earlier. Please stop. Please, please stop. Please, please, please stop. Please, please. Is she okay? Is she okay? What do you think? <laughs> wow. There's, there's one line I want to get in. Yeah. It took a minute, and then somebody's like, fucking radio somebody. Yeah, you think? You My think God. <laughs> all of that, all of that is uh, is spectacular. Now, did you get the update? Yeah, I have a, okay, I have a little bit of the update. I just wanted to uh, do one yes. more slow-mo jump. God, just- I mean, seriously. Right yeah. over the tackle and the guard. They don't even need to block and just I mean, he into did, the he end completely, zone. Yeah, he completely com, uh, he completely cleared that desktop computer. Didn't yeah, even didn't cl- catch wasn't on even him. close. What yeah. what a what a wasted athlete. <laughs> yeah. oh. oh my gosh. Yeah, just he's to, gonna do great in the prison football team, you know? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's a there's a number of updates. I wanted to give a visual one. Uh, they uh, so he returns to the courtroom a few days later, and that same judge has to sentence him. They make a, a whole big deal about how that judge can only sentence for what she was sentencing, and she has to put into evidence. Here's my notes: what I was going to sentence you. So they're they're not adding anything onto it because he's going to come back, and we can speculate on that. But I love the way that he comes in with uh, the security. The, Entire. So it's like you look at him, and this is this is like the community theater version of Silence of the Lambs, the musical. You know, he kind of comes in. He's got the cloth mask. He's cleaned everywhere, and um, boy, there's so many cops. Those and those. He's got those uh, fucking those things you played with when you were a kid. You filled them with air, and you put them on your fist, and then you bashed your brother's head in. Those. Bebop deals, whatever the fuck. Yeah, they are. I know, they're they're like boxing gloves. I know the things you're talking about. Yes, yeah. and, and uh, yeah. as the uh, as he's read the actual sentence, the uh, prosecutor in the case tries to be helpful, and I am always willing to apologize to our audio only audience, our visual audience. 
you're going to want to stare directly into this gentleman's eyes while he's listening to what the prosecutor has. How much time served does he have? Zero days. He was on probation when he committed the offense. Just look at those eyes. On probation to serve the judge. He's staring a thousand of those jumps across the bench. Yeah, he's hearkening back to the glory days. He's like, oh, man, the last time I was in this courtroom, that was now that was something. Yeah. So. I uh, I have heard more about the case. I couldn't find a, a news story or anything. But um, in trying to explain away what happened, he said that, uh, I'm sorry, I was just having a bad day, and that's why I tried to kill the judge. And uh, they're like, I'm sorry, you tried to what? Why I tried to kill? Because, you know, they probably would have gotten charged with something else. But yes. uh, attempted murder uh, now enters the mix. So. I want to follow this story closely, Eric, but if we had to guess when he gets sentenced for that, um, do you think it's, uh, I'm going to set the Vegas line. Cause this is in Nevada. I'm going to set the Vegas line at 20 years. You think over or under once that goes through? Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, what with, with possibility of parole with possibility yeah. of parole. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I mean, if it were a white guy, he'd be out tonight. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, but oh, clearly right. he's going <laughs> to, He's going to get the book thrown at him. Well, somewhere in the court system is like, well, it was a lady judge, you know, so, you know, you know and I like how um, in the first clip, when the guy did the jump, you had a 94 year old rusty, the bailiff and <laughs> e- an E-Rock stunt double as, as the defense. And then in the second clip, they've got all these badass motherfuckers surrounding yeah. him, and he's oh, chained. Yeah, no. He's chained to the fucking floor. <laughs> Everybody's like, uh, "No, no, we want to get on the local news tonight because uh, we know that uh, they're going to see us. Uh, we want to. We want to help out." Uh, oh my Jesus. gosh! Uh, is... I hope the uh, I hope the chat's enjoying uh, these. Videos. Oh, they I, are. They they yeah. they're they're on. The chat is actually on fucking fire today. Uh, there's been all sorts of fantastic jokes, uh, jokes, too many to count, and uh, it really, really doing well. I appreciate that. Well, uh, I do see a great super chat, which is always worth bringing. Oh, up. good! I forgot about it. Thank you. Crouching tiger, hidden ninjas, <laughs> and whenever we have that, I feel like I always have to say. I mean, I don't even know what that means, uh, but that's a great one. And Simon three forty three exclamation point does want to know who has the most frosted tips, Carl or Eric. I mean, your tips aren't frosted. You're just your hair's gray. I'm just Carl's ga- hair I'm is naturally brown, yes. but I, he wants to look like I don't know Joey Fatone or somebody. Yeah, he's yeah. he's uh, he. I, I talked to him this week, and um, he actually said, "Look, let's continue this because I always like to do the pull back the curtain, you know." And he gets yeah, pissed sure. off at me, but he says, "Look, I want to continue this fake storyline that I don't frost my tips to keep the buzz going." Will you? Uh, you know, do that for me and keep it going. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. But um, so, yeah, he absolutely is doing that and then acting like he's not. Um, so that's, you know, he, he's, he likes to look very meta and very metrosexual. That's, that's what he's going for. He's a, he's a man for the 21st century. I think that's yeah. what everybody says. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, also some crazy stuff happening in the 21st century. I just realized like, oh, that transition didn't work, but um, there are a lot of ways that you, oh my gosh, Carl himself in the chat says lies. Oh yeah, but you know how angry can he be after uh, Vinny had to sit there while his Bills just battered the Dolphins on Sunday night? Exactly. I, I, caught, I caught a little of that live stream. Uh, Carl was in good spirits, and uh, uh, I, you know, we, we could feel bad for Vinny, but uh, we know what he does with his feelings. Exactly. Anyway, that's true. 
<laughs> so uh, there's a probably a number of ways that uh, one can uh, turn a kitten pink. And uh, this uh, surprised me. Six follow-up about that little pink kitty, which is on the mend tonight after almost dying. <laughs> and this evening, we're learning more about the owner accused of abuse. Plus, we're seeing these new photos of that little kitten. So first of all, uh, it, it's uh, important in this story to, uh, and for the sake of our show, to make sure that everyone knows this kitten's still alive. Uh, because, of course, of course. you know, just like the, the judge, you know, stood up and I had to show yep. that. The judge yep. didn't die in that video. Yes. This yes. kitten didn't die, uh, but uh, it's it's going to be interesting when you hear how this kitten turned pink uh, up in Oregon. Really, I, the thing is, I oh, I fucking love pink kitties. I mean, there's nothing better than stroking one, and uh, I'm glad that that's what this story is all about. You, obviously, you're a big fan of the uh, the '40s novelty song they played on WATS not long ago. A song called "My Girl's Pussy." I like yes. to get it when it's wet. Yes. It's my girl's yes. pussy. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, what's the background on this on this pussy? That's all pink. Probably too much rubbing, but let's find out. Photos of that little kitten. A 39-year-old Elizabeth Zercher Wood was charged with animal abuse after bringing that kitten to a local animal hospital. According to police, she claimed she tried to clean that cat with a mixture of rubbing alcohol, Windex, some other household cleaners because the animal had diarrhea. Okay, so uh, your animal has diarrhea, and uh, you immediately go to Mr. Clean, oh. Ajax, and, uh, you know, just bleach. Um, or here, I, I do have a crazy other theory. Uh, she's lying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's just a psychopath. Yeah, um, but uh, you want to talk about uh, court-appointed attorneys, uh, how you get what you pay for. Uh, when we get well, to when the, the cat uh, arrived the to the hospital, it was hypothermic and uh -huh. shock uh -huh. and barely responding. Right. Then the Humane Society yeah. took the kitten oh, yes. into, the custody. into custody. Zerger Wood pleaded not Let me get to that courtroom part. It's not where I thought it was. Um, yeah. We'll listen to this. Dismissed because of a shortage of available public defenders. Yeah, so the public defender says, let's get it dismissed because there's so few public defenders. Obviously, I don't want to be here. But uh, then he makes this case. The alleged victim in this case is a feline. So if anything, this is a very middling property crime, not a person crime. No real actual sentient victims. Oh, so his defense yeah. is... It's a cat who gives a shit. Exactly. <laughs> you don't want to be on camera saying that, you know, no, I no. mean, talk about this. This guy's a relatively young lawyer, probably wet behind the ears. And now he's yeah. saying, fuck that kitty. You know, this guy's, <laughs> this guy's going to die. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like uh, PETA already knows where he lives. And um, here's the thing about when a story like this happens in, uh, in, in a market. Uh, I don't even know if this is Portland. This is somewhere in Oregon. Um, the uh, news team kind of uh, probably knows everybody that they've covered. So uh, they dusted off. Uh, they wanted to give some background on the defendant in, in this case. And um, they found a, a case that involved her from two years ago. Searcher Wood pled not guilty, but is now held in the detention center for a probation violation in a 2021 case. Point six also reported on where she was accused of trying to kidnap a six year old boy and threaten his family with racial slurs and a machete and axe. Oh. At the time, we spoke with the boy's mom about the ordeal. She's like, that is my child. You took my child, give me my kid back. I will kill you guys if you don't give me the kid. And that's when she was just whacking that machete around. At the time. Take, yeah, your, I mean, take uh, your fucking you know, mask off for fuck's sake. Well, you she's asshole. in her house. Yeah. 
Hey, it's it's 2021. Everyone was stupid. Well, no, just that lady. But I agree with you. Uh, I did think that that <laughs> JFK had chunk. The cat attacked the judge. I mean, <laughs> if we could have video of that cat diving across to the judge. Oh, um, but yeah, look, I, I, I don't want to spend too much time up on my soapbox here. But uh, if if you want an illustration of the criminal justice system, it would be the fact that this woman tried to kidnap a kid and, uh, you know, had an axe and I believe a sword and uh, was still able to do this to a cat two years later. I don't know. I'm just going to say maybe something's broken, but uh, that's, yes. that's for other people yes. to, to figure out, Eric. Christian John's Spittle throws $5 yeah. our way and says, uh, hey, Zane, I used to listen to Free Bear and Odd Wings every day on my way to work when I was in the military. It was the only joy I got during the day. So that is from way back. Thank you, John Spittle. We appreciate you. And uh, I, uh, I, 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 obviously, we, we appreciate his service. Um, and if he is truly a fan of you, he hasn't listened to that show since no, he's been gone. Yeah. No, no, it's a disaster. It's a disaster. Yeah. Except, as I pointed out a few weeks ago, when you played the clips of uh, them like trying to gang up on the girl on the show, that that was right. incredibly yeah. entertaining. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, um, look. Uh, so so far, we've uh, been highlighting some bad people, and bad people aren't always smart. And sometimes shit goes crazy. Okay, and your woman's mouthing off, and you know who amongst the us hasn't ever wanted to take out our large sword and threaten our, our girl. Um, there's not really a lot of ways to go uh, if if she's, you know, getting really mouthy. But, you know, if you're going to behave in a certain way, there's certain things you shouldn't do around certain acts. So let's uh, see what happened. In this and case. the big piece of evidence linking him to the crime, cell phone video. Flores oh, no. recorded himself the night she was killed. According oh, no. to court documents, Flores and Thomas told police she slipped and fell on a sword. But the cell phone video, obtained exclusively by KOB4, tells a different story. Okay, and I'm going to point out, we're not going to see anything. Uh, for whatever reason, he was filming her and, you know, I don't know, he's like pointing at her and telling her, you know, things that may or may not be true. I don't know. I wasn't there. Uh, but uh, so he puts the uh, cell phone down and... Um, I don't know. It shows Flores starting to record the argument. To this then the a struggle. You want to No! No! Josie! No! 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 You can hear them struggle and then hear Flores panic. For uh, audio audience, uh, you might not hear that. If she's dead, then I have to kill myself. Okay, okay. Okay, um, he's talking just, to the devil. That's what's yeah, happening right there. First smart thing he's oh, she's oh, she's alive. Oh, shit. Oh, I shouldn't kill myself. Wow. The cell phone video. Yeah. So uh, he uh, talks to her, and she does say, don't call the police. This is like 9 o'clock at night. And um, he then calls the police at 7 o'clock in the morning, and unfortunately... She does pass away. And yeah, uh, yeah. so the uh, I don't know. I think there's a lot of different ways it could have gone. But the fact that uh, you have a video uh, shows of, the stabbing happened, happened around 11 p.m. But Flores didn't call police until 730 the next morning. He does you have can hear Thomas tell Flores case. not to call police he tries after to. he repeatedly asks her what to do. Right. Do you want to call us? No, 
So there he is saying, you're not that bad, dude. And uh, the, the final thing I'm going to give on this uh, really awful story. Jesus is, uh, Christ. Please let there be something funny here. <laughs> the cops are going to talk to responding to the scene, tried to ask Flores what happened, but he wouldn't say. We're both drinking, dude. Okay. You were both drinking, and then what? Looks like young Anthony. He later. <laughs> that is a very young Anthony. Where's Kennedy. my gun? Yeah. yeah. Where's uh, my he's... fucking gun? <laughs> he's like, we're both drinking, dude. Uh, well, she can tell you. Oh, yeah, about that. She actually can't tell us. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this, this didn't go the way you wanted. Uh, and look. Here on this show and on this entire network, <laughs> yeah, Dwyer Christian had the same thing that looks like Kumia. Uh, we do not advocate stabbing anyone ever for any reason, but if you do, don't film it. And if you do film it, delete the video. I mean, I, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I have to do everything on this show. Mm -hmm. I have to tell everybody what they need to know. Uh, uh, John Spittle, <laughs> by the way, I don't know what he's just emptying his pockets now. Thanks. Oh, uh, he's just he's just he's just throwing uh, singles you, on the stage. He's Thank making you. it rain for easy. I love it. You. God bless you. Yeah, he he stopped listening in 2016, which uh, sounds like the way that uh, everybody should handle it. Uh, well, look, there's a that's one kind of disaster where I think it's universal. People see tragedy, they see disasters, they see judges getting tackled, they see pink. Kittens, Bob Johnson warned young Anthony about his heart. Yeah. <laughs> lay, off, lay, lay off on the baby back ribs, <laughs> Mon Frere, for fuck's sake. So that's a universal tragedy. But uh, for those of us that live in Los Angeles, uh, the uh, only kind of death that I think really resonates with us is uh, death on stage. And uh, I want to spend a couple minutes. This is the first time we've ever done a who are these awards shows. It's such a new concept. We don't have a jingle for it. But by the next award show, I hope we have one that's about a minute and a half. Uh, I'll, I'll see what I can do. Uh, the, so, uh, Eric, I assume you, like most of America, were not watching the Golden Globes, possibly didn't even know they were on. It's the same time as the, the Bills-Dolphins game. And it was on CBS and uh, it was hosted by Joe Coy, who's actually yes. a very funny stand-up comedian. I, you um, know, everybody gave that guy shit, and I, I watched the set, and I, I said, yeah. "Fuck that! It wasn't terrible. I'll give him well, a C plus." Yeah, we've got a we've got a couple of quick moments here. I, I want to focus on a, a few of them, and uh, it's it's less about him. I think he's got some very funny jokes. There's one in particular that I, I feel like we need to highlight because it was good, but. Uh, Apparently, 10 days before the awards, uh, Joe Coy became the host. I don't know the backstory on that. I, uh, I watched him. I, I've seen specials of his before. I thought he was funny. Uh, this might not have been his, uh, his best night, though. While my family was out there clanking champagne glasses and, and ringing in the new year, I, I was watching Oppenheimer. I loved Oppenheimer. I love that's a uh, what we call a polite titter in uh, show business. You yeah, know, that was like a you know. I, I, I don't know if that was intended to be the big laugh, though. No. Th th this one, you almost have to stay with it. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, to, you know? Yeah, we'll stay with it. Uh, he's, he's, he's building. Loved Oppenheimer. I just, I just got one complaint. Needed another hour. That's a solid joke. Because, <laughs> I felt like it needed uh, some more backing long. But uh, there's Robert Downey Jr. It, just, it, it's, 
casting aspersions. Yes, he is. It's always weird because they they always, by the way, in the background, it looks like Taylor Swift might be smiling at that point. That's the last time she's going to smile. In all of 2024, that's the last time she's going to smile. Yes. Uh, yeah, and there's uh, Killian Murphy looking super creepy. And, uh, you know, they're just sort of shrugging it off. My New Year's resolution for 2024 is to... Finish Oppenheimer in 2025. Like, seriously, it's, I'm almost there. I love Oppenheimer, it's, especially the first season. <laughs> That's so stupid. God. So that, That's yeah, painful. I mean, there, there's not painful. really a lot of confidence in what he's saying. No, you know? it, it's and, always rough. Yeah, and you have to know that uh, the people that made the movie aren't going to laugh, but you know maybe don't look at them. You know, Jason Sudeikis thought it was moderately amusing. So why don't you put your eyes on Ted Lasso? Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer answered a lifelong question that's been on my mind for years. Yes, scientists do get laid as long as they look like Killian Murphy. He salvages it, and that's why I, I left the tag on because I'm like, yeah, it's not. I don't know. I I I was watching this uh, okay. because I pretend that I'm still in show business, and uh, this helps me feel that way. Uh, but you know, you I, I show that to kind of give the foundation for where he goes next. Oppenheimer is based on a 721-page Pulitzer Prize-winning book about the Manhattan Project, and Barbie is on a plastic doll with big boobies. <laughs> I watched Barbie. I loved it. I really did love it. Um, I don't want you guys to think that I'm a creep, but it was kind of weird being attracted to a plastic doll. It's just something about your eyes, Ryan. <laughs> okay. And kudos to Ryan Gosling, who's playing along with a dumb joke. He's making a very, you know, come hither face. He's like, this isn't going well. I could uh, definitely try to hide and get out of this. But uh, he just stared. The whole show, just close your eyes, Ryan. Everyone just looks into your eyes. And, and Margo, it's not always about you. You know, they're they're all like, do you got to bring us into this? All right. Do we need to play along? This is the beginning of the night. They haven't uh, uh, drank a lot yet. And then this is a moment that uh, got a lot of attention in uh, Hollywood circles because he does the only thing he can do after a joke just uh, goes uh, completely. Well, it's a it's it's a, an Oppenheimer sized bomb. The key moment in Barbie is when she goes from perfect beauty to bad breath, cellulite and flat feet. Ah, or what casting directors call character actor. <laughs> so my favorite oh, thing about that is that the no. director, you know, it's loaded in the teleprompter, goes to the behind the host shot to show, uh, yeah, he's not going to get anything for this. And if you listen, Joe remembers the punchline. Character actor. Yeah, and he's like, oh, no. <laughs> so, oh, no. Look at, look at, oh, God, actually you flailing some, now. some other people wrote. Yeah, yeah. So this yeah, is you a, got head and hands. You can actually see people going, oh no. Yeah. Kind of like right, the audience right. watching our show now. Well, this is this is like uh when the situation uh did the Comedy Central yeah. roast. You know, this is sort of like, is this really what we're watching? <laughs> All right. Some I wrote, some other people wrote. Robert De Niro's here. Yo, I got the gig 10 days ago. You want a perfect monologue? Yo, shut up. You got, you're kidding me, right? All Slow down. Points. I wrote some of these, and they're the ones you're laughing at. Look. Oh, that sounds and, like something that Chad Zumach would say. 
I mean, that yeah, was way but... Zumach. <laughs> I think I think you're right, but I also feel like you know it's uh, you know I, anybody who takes a gig writing for anybody. None of the writers from this show are like, oh, I can't believe he threw us under the bus like this. You right. know, it's just other people who are like, oh, he's being so mean to those writers, you know? And it's like, well, don't write for anyone, much less for a comedian on an award show. Uh, you know, you. I'm glad, I'm so glad you mentioned uh, Tay-Tay a moment ago, because if you need a definition of uh, someone who's not going to enjoy being invoked as a punchline. This is not a bad joke, but uh, Taylor's not having it. We came on after a football doubleheader. Uh, the big difference between the Golden Globes and the NFL, on the Golden Globes, we have fewer camera shots of Taylor Swift. I swear. There's just more to go to. Okay. Oh, just no. Drink. Oh, so he actually oh. apologizes for the joke. Wow. And uh, also, he didn't help himself by tripping over the word camera shot no yeah. yeah he did he murdered that and he kind of smished his yeah. way through it and laughed but i mean I, I i think that i don't know maybe i'm just bad at judging comedy but because he came back and apologized yeah. and then he said oh yeah it wasn't that good of a joke it was a fine joke it's for fine. what we're dealing with here this is the golden globes it's not going to be anything other than these types of jokes and that fucking bitch to get that goddamn <laughs> pissed off I mean, he wasn't even making fun of her. He was making fun of the NFL. I was yeah. putting her on camera. Exactly. You know, she's not the joke. Yeah, she, exactly. she has a look on her face like I can crush you. You know. Yeah. And right. uh, I mean, it would she would have done herself. Not that she needs it, but it would have been fantastic if she leaned into it, laughed, and just yeah, rolled even, with it. Instead, even she if looks she like didn't a think it, even bitch. if she didn't think it was funny, just pretending that it was oh. funny. Oh my god. Anyway, uh, I want to end. <laughs> <laughs> to wire Christian with a wild theory that uh, we do not support, but to uh, wire Christian thinks that uh, Taylor Swift may have had Jeffrey Epstein killed. That's uh, the first time we've seen her on her, on this show without her mouth open with 18 inches between her upper lip and lower lip. Oh, I was wondering where the 18 inches was going to go near her mouth. Yes. Uh, I, I, uh, I like Joe Coy enough that I, I want to end on what was uh, probably his best joke of the night. Uh, it's very quick. He was talking to Robert De Niro. Swear to God, your last performance is going to be your greatest performance ever. How'd you get her pregnant at 80? I mean, <laughs> He's De Niro and CGI? his wife. CGI? De Niro and his wife are both dying at that joke. Hey, so, that yeah. is saving it. You have yeah. fucking saved the whole thing. He should have <laughs> said, everybody suck my dick. De Niro just laughed at that joke. <laughs> Oh yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, it, what a, what an awful gig. It seems like, uh, you know, very rarely does somebody host a, an award show. But it went really well. You know, I remember the first time Chris Rock hosted the Oscars. I thought he was really funny and everybody's like, no, well, but you know, uh, but, interestingly, yeah. all those humorless fucks in the audience, they don't know how good they had it. I don't know how far you have to go back for when Ricky Gervais did this. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, I mean, they're lucky that he didn't even show up to accept the uh, the award that he won. It, I mean, seriously, um, that was pure joy to see him roasting those people like that. Oh, my God. And they're like, uh, we're too sensitive. We can't have well, you back. Let's bring in this loser. Well, that was the that was sort of one of the best moments is he makes a, a joke about Harvey Weinstein and everybody boos. And, and Ricky says, but he was your friend, not mine. <laughs> Why are you doing? <laughs> and uh, yeah, Joe, Joe Coy, I think just too nice for the job. You know, I think that that might have been what it was. He didn't want to be mean. He was too excited. 
and you, I guess you need more than uh, 10 days to prepare for something like that. Anyway, uh, I want to uh, stay on comedy for a little bit and head over to who are these talk shows? I said, can you dig it? I think so. Got a, I think the uh, the jingle stalled a little bit there in the middle, but uh, we'll get it jump started. It'll be all right. Uh, but uh, in any case, uh, I I think that there have been a few times in the history of this show where you just come across something that uh, proves to be a gold mine. And fortunately for all of you, I have uh, brought something just like that with me today. I have uh, a few clips courtesy of Shannon Sharp's Club Shay Shay, where he was joined by comedian Cat Williams. And I think the full interview is like 40 minutes. And, uh, oh, it's worth the watch. Uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of comments about comedians that uh, most people don't don't really know. Uh, he does go after uh, some pretty big names. And uh, I think Cat's uh, just he's just being honest. <laughs> and uh, and. Credit to Shannon Sharp, because I think a lot of, you know, athletes turned sportscasters towards show hosts would make the mistake of getting in the way and trying to dial back some of this. Yeah. And uh, he just lets Cat Williams talk. And uh, we're going to start small uh, when he talks about one of the biggest names in podcasting. That would be like me being on Joe Rogan. Joe don't want me on there. I need to be on Shannon. Joe Joe got six comedians that never been funny. He want to push out. <laughs> 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 but that's really how it is. I'm so Shannon uh, didn't want to laugh at that at first. He's like, no, oh, no. This is like, he sounds like a, a homeless drunk doing an interview with Black Porky Pig. Uh, if anybody in the discord wants to uh, uh create a uh, black porky pig meme for us uh, oh yeah <laughs> holy well, shit cad has uh some uh some real things to uh some grievances to air i guess uh cedric the entertainer had previously been on shannon sharp's show and that's what inspired cat to go visit club shay shay Cedric told you when you asked him, did you steal Cat Williams' joke? Yeah. He said, it don't line up. How it don't line up that I did it on TV in 2018? You came to see me at the comedy store do it in 2019 and then did it on the Kings of Comedy. Like, what doesn't line up? I This is a televised joke that Mark Curry helped me punch up and get to the level that it was. The same Steve that went to go watch Mark Curry do his whole sitcom and then stole everything Mark Curry had. I got to pause right there because in his insult of Cedric the Entertainer, he then immediately decided to also insult Steve Harvey yes. for stealing Hanging with Mr. Cooper, Mark Curry's uh, sitcom that was on for like five years. You know, <laughs> the reason why this didn't really have that much impact, all of yeah. this, I mean, people yeah. talked about it for about half a day, is yeah. because one, it's Cat. No one gives a fuck about Cat. Second oh. of all, he talks so goddamn long, and he, this isn't a conversation. It's just a long, angry rant that's not funny. 
it, it, some of it's going to be funny. I'm going to I'm going to say that. But, yeah, I think it's just fascinating what he says about some of the people. And uh, again, I didn't I didn't clip the people that I, I think weren't didn't have much name recognition. But uh, he he's really in on Cedric right here. Now, Steve got a sitcom where he the principal oh, and he wear a suit and he. And then he gets this high top fade, making all black men think he got the best lineup in the business. And it's a man unit. I'm not even quite sure what that means, <laughs> but I love that his insult is that's a man unit. <laughs> I, I'm not, I don't even know what that is either. And we're supposed to uh, know. <laughs> I, well, you know, I, I think we have a uh, fairly large uh, black audience. So somebody explain that to us uh, in the chat. <laughs> you don't even have to super chat it. What then the you ask it, why are you not? Sorry, what's that? What is around his neck? Is that like a, a fucking, uh, uh, what you steer a ship with? The fucking thing? You know, uh, the, I think that that's the uh, that's the talisman that Indiana Jones needed to uh, open <laughs> the Lost Covenant, the Lost Ark of the Covenant. Um, if I had to guess, I'm a movie star. I didn't want to be a movie star. This the same Negro that hated on Bernie with this same thing. I didn't want to be a movie star. No, you couldn't be a movie star. There are thirty thousand new scripts in Hollywood every year. Not okay. one of them asks for a country bumpkin black dude that can't talk good, over baby, and look like Mr. Potato Head. There ain't. Shannon's like, are you making fun of me with that line? Yeah, he's like, wait a minute. <laughs> so he gets in uh, Mushmouth from <laughs> the Cosby Kids, Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids, <laughs> and Mr. Potato Head. And uh, reminding us that uh, Steve Harvey's actually bald. None. You would have to have a range. I played a lot of characters, 60 movie roles. I'm not playing Cat Williams in there. I don't know. I don't know, Cat. We might not let you drink anymore the way you eat. I mean, we ain't even got. I'm not fueled by alcohol. I've had a sip less than you. And to be fair to Cat's point, this is like four minutes in. So, yeah, he hasn't oh. had time to drink that much. Uh, and he does feel that uh, Shannon has maybe had uh, a couple more than him. Uh, the the real good uh, Cedric stuff is actually uh, right here. I'm just saying I can't let these dudes lie. Cedric's sitting here telling you why he ain't a movie star. He over here look like a walrus. You didn't say nothing. He can't even get his arms off his stomach sitting over here. Why well, I'm not a movie star. What? It's a situation. We never wrote anything. Remember, when Cedric the Entertainer starts, he's supposed to be singing, dancing, and telling jokes. That's right. why he's called the Entertainer. That's an entertainer. We found out he can't sing, can't dance, and doesn't he's write jokes. He did four comedy specials. They're so bad, Shannon. They're not available on Netflix or Tubi. Can I say that again for the audience? They're so bad that they're not available on Netflix or Tubi. And uh, that is the uh, title of this episode. <laughs> not God. available on Netflix or Tubi. And uh, I'm like, what a specific insult that is. And I, I should have looked to see our, our Cat Williams specials on uh, Tubi. Is that why that happened? Yeah, I, I, I guess we don't know. But it, it's um, it's crazy that you get the impression that just a handful of minutes into this, yeah. that Shannon Sharp is thinking to himself, fuck me. This is going to go on forever. This is going to be so fatiguing. It's not even a conversation. 
it, it's not, but uh, it, on and his subsequent episode, Shannon and, and his buddy Chad Ochocinco, who's basically his Ed McMahon, uh, were talking about how the video had like, I don't know, 4.7 million views by that right. point. And, uh, you know, more people than a Super Bowl. Uh, I, but before we move on from this, there are a couple other people that Cat uh, uh, zeroed in on. The Chris Tucker that we got now is Epstein Island. Chris Tucker, oh, not Smokey. Oh, oh Lord. Lord. <laughs> that's the, oh, Lord, Lord have mercy. The Epstein Island, Chris Tucker, which, what? by the way, allegedly, according to Cat Williams, allegedly. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ, you can't, you can't just blast that one out. Uh, the, uh, uh, John Spittle writes, to be fair, a few videos have popped up showing them stealing Cat's material. Okay. Yeah. Time out. First of all, let me just say this. That does happen where one sure. joke is said by one person and another person says the same joke. Doesn't mean anything stolen. Second of all, it's Cat Williams. No one gives a fuck about him or all these people that he's mentioning. So who gives a shit about all of this? Uh, I don't know. I found this hugely entertaining. Uh, the <laughs> idea that he's Epstein Island, Chris Tucker. And then there's another thing on Chris Tucker at a moment, uh, in a part that I didn't clip, he does talk about Chris Tucker talks about, sorry, uh, Cat Williams talks about having been on BET's comic view. And he had a joke that was in the promo for it for years. And then Cedric started doing the joke. So it wasn't like a, Oh, you came up with the same idea. Uh, so I, I guess that that's why he's upset. But again, that's his side of the story, but uh, you know, I assume he believes it. So uh, that's why he's uh, he's as upset as he is. But uh, I don't know. Uh, don't worry. There's there's only a, a couple more of these. I don't think you're having as much fun with this as I am, Eric. <laughs> no, no, I, it it's totally cool. I mean, my God, uh, black people love cat. LL Cooley says that. Yeah. Oh, should I have not said that? Yeah, I probably shouldn't have. You tricked me on that one. Very smart. Uh, all right. So we got uh, one more thought on Chris Tucker. And I'm saying Chris Tucker didn't want to be the poster child for smoking weed. He don't right. smoke weed like right. that. Right. He in the church. He Michael Jackson's best friend. Christmas. Michael Jackson called him Christmas. You ever met a man that gave you a little nickname like that? No. Mm -mm, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Just the way that Shadid's like, oh, man, there's a lot of this stuff that I have to distance oh. myself from. But, oh, no, no, no. He a normally, grown man started calling you Christmas. <laughs> when uh, Normally when Sharp has someone who's, you know, trying to express something, he's quick to jump in and able to jump in. Yeah. You notice his posture when he started. He was leaning forward, trying to engage. Now he's given up. And yeah. his bottle of Hennessy or whatever the fuck that is, is getting uh, more and more. He's consuming yeah. more and more of that. Sitting back, he's like, fucking A, I'm done. There's, there's a moment in the middle of this where Shannon needs to finish his glass and then pour himself just a, just a little bit more. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, oh, they yeah. take the time and they show it on uh, camera. So, uh, you know, these are a lot of comedians that uh, people kind of know. Seems like some old beefs. I'm surprised that this wasn't the clip that was really making the rounds because of the allegation, the very specific allegation here from Cat Williams. I was, they canceled me for talking about Harvey Weinstein before the thing came out, but he offered to suck my penis in front of all my people at my agency. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Oh. He did all of that. I'm thinking Shit. I'm the only black person on the script. I get there, there's three other black guys on there. Shannon's like, Shannon's like, I'll tell you what you, 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 you got to, 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 you got to,
Cat, you gotta live the authentic. Authentic, right there. Cat, live. Wow. Wow, Eric, your mic is so messed up. I I feel like I'm hearing things that must not cat, be coming gotta, out of you your mouth. Fuck, fuck your dick, cat. That's right. That's what I'm telling you, cat. You gotta live the dick. <laughs> But uh, Shannon, uh, he's just like, oh, wait, there were three other guys in there. So you wonder what they did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. My final clip is not someone who's particularly famous, but it's a comedian who I find to be very funny. And this was the line that as I was pulling these, this is the one that made me laugh out loud the hardest. Why earthquake not in movies? Cause he's illiterate. <laughs> he can't read. Uh-huh. And they found that out when they gave him a show and put oh the cards God. in front of him. <laughs> I, I just love the idea. Why is earthquake not in movies? Because he can't read. <laughs> oh yeah. So there's a, there's a lot of fallout from this. Uh, there's a reaction videos that, that weren't fun from uh, ice cube because he talks a lot about Friday, uh, all that, but uh, that's all right. Um, I, I really enjoyed this. <laughs> I'm not going to say LL's name again. Fool what, me once. What Shame does that mean? Me. Zane to my old Kentucky home. Is that something with my Shannon Sharp impression? I, that... I believe that, um, that that's a racist he, joke, I, isn't it? I, I, be, I believe it is. And I believe that that song may or may not be in a film called the jazz singer. Uh, without Jolson, I may, I may be uh, a little bit wrong on that one, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Well, what about if we just spend a moment and we go back to just a good old fashioned uh, TV beef? And uh, there's been a lot of uh, coverage on this, but uh, I thought it was worth noting. Uh, that, uh, you know, this all kind of escalated since our last episode, uh, offhand comment from uh, good old Aaron Rodgers, and, uh, you know, his buddy, AJ Hawk definitely steers him in this direction. Look at how straight his head is. I have never seen (laughs) um, that guy's a fucking alien. Look at his head. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How how is that? How is he even real? (laughs) I I believe that's, uh, that's one of the uh, president's heads from Mount Rushmore. Holy shit. This has something to do with the Epstein list that came out? <laughs> Feels like, <laughs> Feels like. That's supposed to be coming out soon. That's supposed to be coming out soon. Look, this guy's been it's waiting in his wine people. cellar. Yeah. I've been waiting in my wine <laughs> cellar for this thing. <laughs> a lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, are really hoping that doesn't happen. Ah, <laughs> and uh, so, you know, offhanded comment, just a little joke. Uh, Pat McAfee kind of half apologized. ESPN earnestly apologized. And uh, I I watched all of Kimmel's opening from last night, uh, hoping that uh, it was going to be corny. He did a pretty good job, actually. Oh, yeah. Responding to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, so I've, I've got uh, – he, he does bring a video that I really want to share that's only tangentially connected to this, but uh, – so I get I, we get one joke from Jimmy Kimmel in response. Congratulations to Aaron Rodgers, who has done the impossible. He made the New York Jets look even worse. Solid <laughs> joke. And by the way, are you looking for someone who actually was a friend of Jeffrey Epstein, who called him a terrific guy and Uh-oh. bragged about his affinity for younger women? Okay. I have very good news, Epstein hunters. I found be? one for you. 
So this is a video that's from 1992 of a very young uh, former President Trump and a very svelte Jeffrey Epstein, a very alive Jeffrey Epstein. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of music playing in the background, so I'm going to bring it around. But uh, it looks like everybody's having fun in this video. Yes, and, I can uh, even see uh, uh, Maxwell in the background, too. She, she's oh yeah, back she, there. She, 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 is, she is right back there. And, there, and these, uh, are all, these are all sex slaves who've been trafficked there, and Trump is going to go stick his finger in one of them, and uh, that's why well, Epstein left. Well, I'm glad you put it that way. Yeah, he's out of the shot now, Epstein. Uh, because, uh, look, I think that uh, there's a lot of people on that list that uh, what we've seen. Uh, yeah, it would have been hysterical if Jimmy Kimmel actually was on that list, but he wasn't famous at that time. Let's be honest. You know, the, what, the guy from the man show is not getting on Jeffrey Epstein's island. All right. So, you know, go ahead. Absolutely. Trump is so far ahead in the polls and all this shit. I mean, considering what he said in the past, I don't know why he just doesn't come out and say, Oh, yeah, I fuck so many underage chicks, you wouldn't believe it. Like, it's going to fucking matter. No one's going to give a shit about that. It's no, Trump. no. I mean, I, I and, you know, if he if he wants to have any uh, deniability, be like, I checked everybody's IDs. It, it, you know, <laughs> they, they look they looked believable to me. Um, and, you know, I think you're right. They could kind of turn into this. But I do wonder if your last name is Trump, if you want to wade into the uh, Epstein list like Don Jr. did. Uh, this seems like a big deal. And if true, why has nothing been done about it? He features a headline from the New York Post, and uh, Don Jr.'s headline says, Court documents allege Jeffrey Epstein recorded sex tapes of Prince Andrew, Bill Clinton, and Sir Richard Branson. Why am I showing that on the show? Well, because sometimes we do fact check here, unlike on WATP. And this yeah. is the uh, actual headline from the New York right. Post. Epstein accusers claim pedophile had sex tapes of Oh, Trump, Clinton, Prince Andrew, and Richard Branson. So, so, so left the name out. So yeah. now, yeah. So, and, and the the Don Jump Donald Trump Jr. Uh, appears with one of those helpful. Uh, some users have pointed out that uh, the actual headline is here. Um, it makes I don't know. I feel like though. we're gonna go ahead. I'm sorry. It makes you wonder that was it all four of those dudes having sex with one chick? Because can you let's be honest. If there's a tape of those four dudes putting it to a donkey, I'm going to watch that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and man, that donkey is going to have some stories to tell. <laughs> Anyway, that's uh, that's the uh, extent of our uh, our political uh, foray uh, this week. Uh, I didn't want to spend too much time in here. And uh, oh, Kelly Riddle's up to ten bucks now. Kelly Riddle has worked hard and come up with something for Christian to sign <laughs> off with. This is not bad. And uh, I'll, I'll just read it. That's the way I, I read it, right? Yeah, you read it first. Yeah, just absolutely. just wanted to say, and imagine Christian saying, "Me and Eric are absolutely unapologetic about our name showing up on the Epstein flight logs." In our defense, who would turn down a free trip? Thank you, Kelly. And then a yeah. joke from Simon three forty three says, "What's the best thing about dating an Ethiopian girl? She will always swallow." Ao, thank you, <laughs> Simon three forty three. I want to hate that joke. I want to call you a hack. But it made me laugh. So, uh, and be careful when you read LL's name. He tricked me one time. I don't understand. What What is the trick? I'll tell you later. Okay. It says, big fan off Zane, of Zane. Had some funny red, run, uh, run-ins on Reddit with him. Uh, great show, guys. Don't forget to give Carl his shoe, his shoelace cut of this super chat. 
Carl's uh, cuts are much smaller than Shuli's would be if this was on the Shuli network. Uh, Shuli, I believe, takes 90%. No, I'm just kidding. Look, I just realized I'm like, I don't need that being clipped. <laughs> Obviously, we we love Shuli on the show, or I do anyway. Well, I mean, I, I love been, all these people, but yeah. I don't I don't know any of these inside jokes with all these inferior shows that get referenced on here. Yeah. Let's not forget this is the crown jewel of the network. And we don't and this- we don't we don't dabble in all your dabble bullshit, okay? This is we, this is still a dabble-free zone. This uh, is a comedy unless, show. Unless Super Chats uh, dictate that uh, we mention something. Yes. But um, no, uh, <clears throat> big fan of Shuli. I, I would just say one more time, just because. I've uh, been lucky enough to be on Point Dabble Point with him a couple of times. All right. This uh, so I, I feel like... Um, the Jeffrey Epstein list uh, might not be going away in the next week. We might we might get to revisit it, but uh, for now, let's uh, head over for some good old fashioned sportscasters. Home of the hourly triple play. So uh, if you are a reporter for the Green Bay ABC affiliate, I I feel like, you know, you don't have to know all the X and the X's and O's. You don't need to know the coaches. You know, you don't need to know any of that. But um, when a member of the Packers uh, shows up in your live shot, uh, you, you, you would do well to know. Uh, that uh, it's not just a fan, but uh, right. this 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 lovely lady uh, did not have all the information she needed. She also seemed uh, startled because she's in Green Bay and, uh, you know, uh, someone that does, let's just say, doesn't look like a local. <laughs> and I'm sure they'll bring that energy right to Texas. I'm just here to tell you, Peg is back. You heard it from a fan right here. Peg is back. <laughs> Yes, the uh, the Pakistan, <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm really bad at saying everyone's name. Is is his name Jiry Alexander, or am I just way off on that? Well, I didn't know who the fuck he was either. I would have just okay. thought it was if I was her, I would have thought it was some guy coming to rob me. Or no, something. that that was actually Cat Williams' opener uh, on his tour. <laughs> that's that's who that guy was. Yes, yeah, so that's Jiry Williams uh, from the <sighs> Packers. And again, you and I don't need to know. We don't work for the news, right? In Green Bay, so uh, that that might have been uh, something. So I thought it was fun, but uh, I mean, she's legitimately, she's legitimately terrified. Yes, you know? yes. I believe he puts a hand on her shoulder, and I'm going to just assume that that's the first time that that ever happened. Just here to tell you, oh, Pag no. is he back. just gets too close. <laughs> you heard it from a fan right here. Pag <laughs> <Pack> is back. <laughs> that's great. Uh, yeah, that's. That's good. All right. So uh, we're going to spend a moment on a couple of clips that you sent to me, uh, Eric. I want you to set up the ending of the uh, Atlanta Falcons, New Orleans Saints game from this past Sunday. I got it. So it picks up where during the offseason, the Saints picked up this running back who was great the previous year. He scored a ton of touchdowns this year, though. He sucked shit and was injured and a bummer. Everything was bad. So uh, in this game, the Saints are kicking the shit out of um, Atlanta and they intercept a pass and return it all the way to the one yard line, but they're winning by like 40 points. Now, typically you line up in what's called the victory formation where the quarterback kneels down and the game is over, but the quarterback is Jameis Winston. 
and he's a cock. And so he said, okay, I'm going to give the ball to the guy who didn't do shit all year just to give him a little bit of momentum. His name is uh, Jamal Williams. And so even though they're lined up in the victory formation, the other team isn't even trying. They hand the ball off to that guy, and he scores a touchdown to make it like 48 to 17, really rubbing their nose and shit. And so everybody's like, holy shit, I can't believe he did that. That's like breaking one of these stupid unwritten rules you hear about in sports. You know, you don't don't show another team up. So that's where it picks up, and then the game ends, and it goes to the handshake between the coaches. Oh, and Arthur Smith's hot that Dennis Allen scored a touchdown at the end. He is hot. He said, what are you doing? And he's going at Dennis Allen. You can read his lips. You know. well, we don't need to read his lips. We heard what he said. He said that's fucking well, bullshit. Now, I, it should be noted that Dennis Allen, the coach of New Orleans, he said, take a knee, Jameis. Yes. Don't he score. Did. And. And you told me that uh, the Falcons coach was fired that day, right? <laughs> right. The guy in the hat there was all pissed. Well, he was yeah. even more pissed because then he walked in the locker room and the owner of the team said, fuck you, you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, the, the the proof that the house always wins. Uh, I, I took the under in this game and it was at 63 and I figured I was safe. But uh, <laughs> apparently, like I said, the, uh, the house always wins. All right. So uh, Jameis Winston does a pretty stand-up job answering uh, reporters' questions. Uh, there's a much longer version of this clip, but uh, there's one interaction in particular that uh, I think we'll let it speak for itself. Right, Eric? Exactly. Uh, you can actually sense where he goes from being transparent to defensive. Yeah. What did you say? decision made? Was it right there on the spot, right when y'all mind? What, what decision are you talking about? At the end. Okay. What, at the end, what decision? To, to go for the touchdown. Okay. To go for the touchdown. Is that something decided on the sideline after the pick, or did you, did you wait till you get out, got out there to do it? We decided on the field as a team. I mean, we don't regret. Do, do we regret for scoring 41 points on them? Do you think we, we regret that? Well, you do have to play these guys twice a year. That's all I'm saying. We, we already played them twice. I know what I'm talking about. You know, somebody has got to play these guys twice. I do love that answer. Just to yeah. uh, pause it for a moment, is right. that, yeah, we've already played them twice. And he's like, well, yeah. you know, just thinking about the future. And I don't know. I mean, I feel like in the NFL, it's like, how many of us are actually going to be here next year? You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know. I mean, I, I I've never really liked the unwritten rules. I mean, if I were, yeah. uh, I, you you score as much as fucking possible. You know, whatever. Who gives a shit? It's, it's yeah. professional. Stop somebody. Um, and then this this reporter who doesn't know fucking shit he's no. unwritten rule guy and he's like oh well you yeah. could they could get mad at you next year and really yeah. you know do the same oh no so winston <laughs> is like yeah who gives a shit that's all how do you feel about it tell me how you feel about it not good why don't you feel good about it because you gotta play these guys twice a year but what about it makes you not feel good about it so, the head coach tells you to kneel it up you're asking my opinion yes i think you should have kneeled it up okay well i'm just telling you as respectfully as i can you answer my question as respectfully as you could and i'm telling you as respectfully as i can that i respectfully disagree with you that's all he did get the word respectfully in there uh, about three times. Uh, right. And he wants for, to be again, sure. for our audio audience, uh, James Winston smiling the whole time. You know, he's not he's not angry. I mean, I think it is one of those uh, painted on Joker smiles, but still it is. he is smiling. 
Well, and he asked. I like that. I actually like that Winston asked him, what yeah. do you think? That what never think? happens. That yeah. never happens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, the subtext is I don't care what you think, but I'm going to make you say it. You disagree with me or the entire team? Whoever made that decision. Okay. Imagine so if, uh, the if, the, if the reporter so. said, well, if you were a white quarterback, it would have been okay. <laughs> hey, that would boy that that kind of honesty we uh, don't tend to get. Uh yeah, so I do I do like this interaction though because uh and I don't know. I mean, I feel like the uh the reporter probably did piss himself at some point because he's like, "Oh, wow, I'm really getting called out for my bullshit." That's not really what usually <laughs> happens to uh, people who cover sports. I don't know who this guy was. I don't know if he's a sports writer. I don't know if he does, you know, if he does the local sports news. Uh the he's the local sportscaster. I don't know any of that. But uh I feel like he probably uh, was not uh, feeling good after this. Uh, I've got uh, one more uh, football thing to share. Uh, You know, as we mentioned, there was a big showdown in Miami between the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins. That obviously uh, put at odds the two hosts of the creep off. And there was a little watch along uh, streaming on uh, Sunday night uh, that featured our friends Carl and Vinnie Paulino. And uh, Carl did make the point that the uh, so-called Bills Mafia does travel very well. And uh, I was actually looking for something different, but I found a clip that uh, proves it. Uh, But I do have some thoughts, uh, some quick thoughts about Bills fans from this. This is the first time I've ever been down here. So my first question is, uh, this is a Bills fan in Miami that they're talking to. And my question for you, uh, Eric, is do they all look? kind of like Carl. I mean, this is like yeah, fat Carl. This guy's is. definitely fat Carl. This isn't Carl, but I mean, I think uh, a, a former announcer for the tonight show might mistake him for Carl. Well, that's why, you know, Carl in Buffalo is a 10 uh, <laughs> anywhere else. He's a yeah. one um, because this is the, that's, I mean, if Carl ever was single, he would get so much Buffalo pussy thrown at him. It's <laughs> unbelievable because this is this guy here. He's a nine. Well, and, and the thing you have to keep in mind about Buffalo pussy is that it tastes like freshly fallen snow. So obviously that's not something you want to turn down if it's, uh, if it's offered to you. No, no. Carl uh, is busy enjoying our show. And he says yeah. that's his cousin. Cause he knows this is the show that drives the WATP empire. So right. he's revealing to us that that's his cousin. Yeah. Well, um, although uh, to be fair, I do believe they don't show them, but I'm pretty sure this guy has regular feet. So I don't know. I don't know how that act that factors into it. Uh, I'm just uh, just here to share uh, the the lookalike for Carl was the main reason why I did this, but it does show oh. uh, that at one point there's about. 52% of the oh. stadium there was Bills fans. Uh, yes. 48% Miami Dolphins fans. To Carl's point that uh, no one in Miami actually gives a shit about the Dolphins. Yeah. Everybody lives somewhere else. Jesus. I mean, you you see this chick here. Both of these women, they're like 17 years old. <laughs> yeah. Look, those winters really do a number yeah. on you. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> My God. Yeah. Um, so the reason why I've actually pulled the clip, the fact that that one guy looked like Carl did make me laugh. But uh, the uh, I, I've I, we've zoomed in on something that's happening as the guys reporting from the beach. Oh. 
And of course, about 30 seconds after getting to Elbow Room, somebody from Chictawaga came up to us and said, oh my gosh, so, Channel 7 News is here. A kid. We're here, of yeah. course, in doing so the worm but in the sand so behind the sky. And, uh, you know, they could have filmed it again because this wasn't a live shot. And uh, I mean, this kid lives in Miami or whatever. He's probably never going to know how great he was. He's never going to know that he was on Who Are These here, Podcasters. We're here, of course. But, wow. uh, is I mean, he's Mafia, just going for also- it. And personally, I love it. Yeah, he's really good at that, by the way. You yeah. Know? I wonder, now do you think he's, he's born and raised in Miami or he's a Buffalo kid who came oh. down? And and is probably drunk if that's the case. Yeah. Well, now, now all of that uh, that makes sense. Uh, so uh, Reverend Shitstain, powerful pooper, who doesn't usually give us money, uh, refers to uh, muscly uh, black dudes sweating and playing with balls. Yes. Yeah. So Going where's the problem, that. Reverend Shitstain? Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Reverend yep. Shitstain sent some great stuff that'll make it in the next week's show, but uh, we were we were going to run a little long, so I told them uh, hold tight. We'll okay. Get to it. All right. But uh, anyway, we've got uh, one more uh, sports clip here, which uh, I I don't know. How do you feel about mascots in general? I mean, we've talked about how you know you do some uh, PA announcing for some uh, minor league teams, and I assume that uh, there's there's mascots plenty around there. But yes, uh, do I you enjoy mascots? mascots? Or are you of the minds? Okay, because I I mean, look, I grew up a Mets fan. I love Mr. Met. The Philly fanatic is in a class of his own yep. in terms of like next level shenanigans. Yeah. You know, uh, uh at, at some point, maybe when it's baseball season, we'll we'll revisit uh the the time that Tommy Lasorda had the Philly fanatic thrown out of a game because he was making too much fun of him. Uh but uh yeah, look, I love a good mascot. Um, I have no idea what the mascot is for the Seattle Kraken. Uh, he's a Kraken. I get that part, but I, his name is Bowie. Uh, so he's, he's a, uh, he's a sea troll. And uh, I guess a member of the uh, NHL on TNT broadcast team has had some words with, uh, with Bowie on social media. So uh, they actually get to meet here. He comes shows up with the boxing gloves. And this guy does exactly what I would do. Hide behind Ray, Wayne Gretzky. That's exactly what I would do. Oh, that's uh this and that. Yeah. He's, he's excited. Yeah. Bowie's honored to meet the great one. But now he's like, now I gotta go kick this dude's ass. So he's chasing him around the set. Get away from me. Oh Bowie's uh, stealing his notes. Oh, he threw the microphone. He threw the microphone. He's trying to put a kick me sign on him. And... Oh! Down goes Frazier. Down goes Frazier. And yes, Bissonette takes down Bowie, the Seattle Kraken's mascot. Holy shit, is that And awesome. that for me is just an all time great. That's if we ever have to do a uh, a Hall of Fame mascots, which we probably will. That's going in there, and uh, FAP points out Bowie, Baba Bowie. Aha! Uh-huh. That was that was spectacular. I liked it. Well, that's all of our new stuff for this week. But don't worry, boy, do we have something in the uh, great moments of broadcasting history.
So we've talked about Eric Adams on this show a couple of times, and um, he's the mayor of New York City. I think that's important for uh, people like EZ who might have uh, needed a moment. Um, Guys, he basically comes off as a doofus, and uh, that might be a prerequisite for being mayor of New York City, or at least every few years. Um, He has a long history as a public figure in New York. Uh, he was a police detective, so obviously anybody who takes up that calling uh, has uh, way more guts than I do. He was also a state senator at some point. So he felt back in 2011 when he was a state senator, he wanted to utilize his expertise as a former police detective to help parents figure out how to search their teenager's room and find things that they might be hiding. So uh, I have to give a huge shout out to my buddy Hackride who helped me figure out how to take the music out from under the, there's a really loud music bed that was driving me crazy. And uh, boy, it was easy, but uh, that'll show you how stupid I am, Eric, that I needed Hackride to help me with this. Yes, exactly. The Diablo had to help you. Yeah, exactly. So here he is. There's a lot of setup to this, but now he's going to go through I don't know. I guess this is a typical teenager's room. Um, I'm going to say it might be a little staged for the video as we watch, but let's uh, let's go through it. You can look in a jewelry box, a jewelry box of this nature, maybe a simple jewelry box. But if you look through it closely, you don't know what your child may be hiding. For instance, a gun could be hidden. A small caliber weapon could be. So a gun that's the size of a deck of cards (laughs) was was hidden. I'm using air quotes hidden in uh, in here. You would have thought there would have been like a hidden compartment. It's just a fucking box. Yeah, it's just it's it's in the top of it. Well, may, maybe some items are are hidden a little bit better, but we'll see. Hidden inside a jewelry box. Look at the ver- various colognes and perfumes and photos and pictures. Pictures. You should always, when your child brings in his popular knapsack with many different locations, look. You know that is a popular knapsack, Eric. I, I, As I think all the kids. To yes. All all the kids have uh, carry-on luggage with wheels and a handle that they wear to school. As opposed Uh, to the not-so-popular bags that you may find in your home. Let's see what's in the popular knapsack, though. Look through it to see what exactly is your child carrying in addition to a book. Something simple as a crack pipe, a used crack pipe. Could he have found it on the street? That's quite possible. Could he have found it on the street? He's um, got a little uh, Tracy Morgan going on yeah. there. I can hear yeah. it. Oh, oh, I'm gonna get you pregnant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he definitely has that. Uh, the, yeah, but uh, and and he was already an elected official at this point, by the way. Uh, and he's won multiple elections. I I don't know how Curtis Sliwa didn't uh, chop up this video during the last uh, mayoral election, try and get himself a couple of votes. But this is a a discussion piece where you should start speaking with him to find out what is he doing with it and. Can you imagine this being your dad and he's uh, finding things that he feels are discussion pieces, making you talk to him more? <laughs> oh, my God. That is this is too much. Yeah. The the full video is about five minutes. I've uh, I, I've selected uh, the greatest hits, but uh, he's going to keep looking around this room, though. And and the whole use of drugs. This invokes conversations. Look at picture frames and behind them. Cameras. Try- I'd like to point out for our audio audience that when he said cameras, he touched two candles. Right. Uh, those are two candles. But, you <laughs> no. know, all, all he's doing in this video is basically telling you to move stuff. 
He's yeah. not. There's, there's not like any new uh, uh, fangled uh, way that they're being creative. Well, Eric, this is where I have the upper hand because I, I've seen some of these just truly devious hiding spots that uh, this imaginary teenager has. Try to determine what's what's taking place behind a picture frame. You can find bullets. What does that mean to find bullets? Does it mean your child is, is carrying a gun? No. Where there's smoke, there's possible fire. Possible where there's fire. a bullet, there's possibly a gun. I mean, look, where there's smoke, there's fire. Where there's bullet, there's possibly a gun. Uh, I, I can see why so many people have voted for this guy. Eric. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ, this is stupid. By the way, based on the uh, Cat Williams clips, I feel like this is what Steve Harvey actually looks like. If he does, didn't have like, the wig and the, and the press-on mustache, I believe he is actually Steve Harvey. Oh, you should by the way, somebody pointed out to us that a man piece is a wig. We didn't know that. Oh, they call, man. They call that, you know what? That makes absolutely perfect sense. A man piece. Okay. And we suck dick. That's what they say. Well, that's because uh, Eric and I have such luscious hair. Yeah. Uh, tips completely on frosted right we don't uh, worry so, about that shit yeah yeah the conversation and find out what are they doing doing with the item and this empowers the parents look at all the items inside the room and fill around and see what's the possibility something simple as a as a baby doll okay. could be just a baby, baby doll, doll but right? also it could be a place where you could secrete or hide drugs. Run your you, wait, you think he on. knows what the word secrete means? <laughs> yeah. Holy fuck. This yeah. guy, you could secrete drugs. Yeah. I, oh I think he God. means, you know, like secretly hide. And he probably saw the word secrete and he's like, oh, that's just a shorter way to say that. Let's oh. uh, let's let's hit that one again. Oh, could be just a baby doll, but also it could be a place where you could secrete or high drugs. Run your hands oh. over the pillows. All right, this oh. is really the uh, the best job that uh, this imaginary teenager did hiding things. Well, you can secrete or high drugs. Run your hands over the pillows and see if you feel anything that's unusual, like a pillow like this with a button. Well, got a button on a perfect it. Perfect right. invitation to hide. There's something. money in there. I felt oh, okay. something bumpy. I will reach in, see what it is. This one can be hidden inside <laughs> I felt a pillow, something a bumpy. Maybe something that you'll think that can't be hidden there, but it can. There was a gun in the pillow. Uh, uh, I, I believe it's a different camera setup. I believe it's the same gun from earlier, but uh, I don't want to cast a. a no, no. Th this one's a revolver. The first one was uh, was not a revolver. Yeah, uh, different, I've got different guns. Different guns entirely. I've got uh, I've got one more uh, little uh, little snippet from our buddy Eric Adams. Look and see what's inside your bookcases. Yeah, what's it could be more book? than just books. Perfect oh place God. to hide uh, cocaine or other illegal substance inside the room. My message to you: You have an obligation to protect your home. Yes, you do. The First Amendment does not apply to the right of parents to go through their homes to remove contraband. Or uh, the reason why this part of the clip is there. Um, do you think he knows what the text of the First Amendment is? No, no, of course <laughs> yeah. not. The, 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 yeah. the First Amendment is is uh, is free speech, right? Correct. It is. Right. See, you, you had to think about it for a second, but you're also not an elected official, Eric. Right. I mean, I had to think about it because I know that the second one is this the is the weaponry, right? Yeah. There's a weaponry. There's uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, no right for uh, illegal search and seizure. All that stuff. Oh, boy. God well, damn. I don't know about you, Eric, but I had a lot of fun with these clips today. And uh, I I just hope that um, 
Cat Williams goes on uh, on uh, Shannon Sharp. Who's Club Shay Shay going to have on next week? That's the real right. Question. That's the thing, Shay Shay. That uh, boy, he was so uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. Shannon Sharp, when all that was going on, my God. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that uh, a, a good interview interviewer gets out of the way. Uh, do we have uh, any super chats to catch up on? He asks, uh, thinking that the answer is no. Um, yeah, because, um, there was one not that long ago from Reverend Shitstain, powerful pooper. Oh, and then, yeah. Oh yeah. This is another one with him. Yes. Followed up with, uh, watching the show with no power, six inches of snow and 60 mile an hour winds. I know a lot of people are getting hammered right now with snow. You know, the fact that Reverend Shitstain is one, not only a powerful pooper, but also that he's using his limited resources. You know, he's got his backup generator, might be one of those uh, gas-powered ones, and he's like, yeah, but yeah. I, I got to catch WATB. We appreciate that, Reverend Shitstein. Yes, yes. Uh, and I, and I, I still don't want to send you the link to the show, but we appreciate you watching. <laughs> and by the way, it was a very active um, with Super Chats, and, and we we don't try to make it a huge deal. We, we talk about it once, and then you kind of all just do your thing, and you really – uh, did a lot so that's very appreciated you're very kind yes, we do appreciate it and uh kelly riddle has the highest dollar amount overall uh but also has the uh what will be my sign off but before we get to that eric if people need more easy in their life where do they go to get more eric zane well the quickest way is to go to my patreon patreon.com slash eric zane I post a ton up there. I'm not like Carl who posts once every four months. Um, I'm kidding. You're just checking to see if he's still watching. I know what you're doing. Uh, No, I'm totally kidding. Uh, Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. And the reason why mine is better than everybody's, um, not only is it because it's me, but you can get seven days free. Okay. You just, you put it, you put in a payment form. And then you're like, oh, well, that's where he's going to rape us. No. Then you cancel it like five seconds later. And then you still get the seven days. Okay. Yeah. It's absolutely foolproof. Uh, foolproof. And, and who wouldn't want to spend a week with Eric Zane? The answer right? is no one. No one wouldn't want to. Sign up for that shit. Yes, please do. Um, I am. Uh, I, I don't have enough self-confidence to ask anyone for money. All my shit's free. You can find me on X and Instagram, Christian DMZ. Check out my show if you like, The Blackcast, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T, on YouTube and wherever you find your podcast. If you would like to leave us a voicemail, go to whoarethese.com to find the phone number, but please mention that it's for W-A-T-B, and the I will always say the best five bucks you can spend a month is to join the Patreon. The uh, bonus episodes are hashtag fire. Uh, the one yesterday was a free episode for everybody. But uh, for those that are knee deep in the dabble verse, uh, lots of uh, great content from Carl and the gang over there. Uh, well, I think that's our time. And I do believe, Eric, it's time for me to sign off. We've got it up on the screen. And I'll let you know that I'm Christian Blatt, reminding you that every mic is a hot mic. And I just wanted to say me and Eric are absolutely unapologetic about our names showing up on the Epstein flight logs. In our defense, who turned down a free trip?